and welcome to Pardli, the Hindu's weekly discussion podcast. This is Mandira Modi and I'll be hosting the podcast today. We are here to discuss today the explosion of coding and programming boot camps that are being offered for young children as early as 4 or 5 years by edtech companies that are marketing these courses for children arguing that careers in the 21st century will be based on technology and that children should get a head start on preparing themselves for the future there have also been ringing endorsements from celebrities for this trend should we at all be concerned about this we have with us pritika mehta and lata madhusudan to discuss the issue Pritika Mehta is a data scientist and an entrepreneur. She was on the advisory board of Queen Elizabeth's Young Leaders and has mentored young Commonwealth leaders on AI and technology innovation. Pritika has been a mentor at Girls Who Code to support and increase the number of women in computer science. She leads initiatives to teach coding to young children via interactive games. Lata Madhusudan is an experienced educator for over 30 years. and founder of Prakriti a Waldorf kindergarten and Adeshale a Waldorf inspired grade school in Bangalore Lata has a postgraduate degree in psychology a bed and a diploma in montessori education and has acquired certifications for various fields in waldorf education thank you both for joining us today i'd like to start with a question for both of you with schools being shut due to the covid-19 pandemic There has been a spurt in enrollments in these coding classes. What could be the reasons for this? Should we at all be concerned about this trend? Could you both please share your views on this starting with Pritika? Uh sure Mandira thank you for having me on the show. So uh during the pandemic yes uh, this trend you know uh it increased a lot. So I think there are majorly three reasons for this to happen. One is FOMO that okay sharma ji ka beta kar hai so you know shall i also get my uh, kid enrolled the other kid you know somebody else's kid has learned javascript and building stuff so uh, my kid is not yet into it so shall i get uh, my kid to do that the second is the sense of security with the jobs you know the coding jobs uh, that offer like um, in in today's world you know a computer science engineer earns pretty well and i think a lot of careers in india they are driven by uh, you know how well paying the job is we pursue careers not out of our passion but rather what can actually uh, by which we can actually earn a decent living and the third reason that i uh, feel is that all the parents they wanted to channelize uh, the energy of their kids somehow during pandemic and they found you know coding to be one way to channelize uh, their uh, their kids energy in a positive manner right lata would you like to add to that uh yes so uh, the pandemic has caused uh, the way of life for us all to change and it came upon us so suddenly nobody expected that schools would have to go online in order to keep education Uh, alive so my thought is if we wanted education we have to redefine education in times of pandemic what is education just numeracy and literacy or is it just about jobs what is education all about so when i started thinking for my school from that angle called the parents and spoke to them 
about how we are going to deal with this, we all came to the conclusion that it is not numeracy, uh, literacy, reading and writing, and the chalk and talk, talk method that has to happen. Learning can happen even at home from experiential uh, way. So what is learning about? If I have to ask, say, the subject of history has to be turned, I turn to my grandfather, I turn to my uh, people in the family, mother, father, visited the places, write a paragraph on the places you visited. And that is it. Your history is done. It takes care of your grammatics and uh, your uh, your um, uh, English language. It, it can be achieved when we do not put education into a box. It's only when we put it into a box that we start looking outside of us, teaching the children domestic chores, working with them. I feel the pandemic came along because commercialization, materialization, all of this came into the education systems. Parents had no clue how the teachers were working in the schools. Today, the parents are looking up and saying, I know now what a teacher has been doing in the school. So uh, it's just a wake-up call for everybody to slow down and have a relook at education and its system itself. Right. What are your views on these children joining these coding classes at the age of four or five? Uh, I would not recommend uh, joining coding classes. I would go back and ask the parents, what is it that a child needs at the age of four? The child needs his security. The child needs his physical skills, honing his language skills, honing his... uh, um, uh, speaking skills, movement, uh, uh, you know, a metabolic system to be in place. All of these had to be achieved before he can get into coding and programming. So, Pritika, there is one school of thought that since technology has pretty much crept into every aspect of our lives, children should be exposed at an early age to coding to help them develop analytical thinking logic and problem solving. But why is it happening at such an early age? Could you shed some light on that? Sure. So, uh, I, you know, I completely agree with Lata that you cannot put education in a box. Education is not only about learning to code or learning mathematics or learning just one subject. It's about overall development of a kid's brain. And when I say, you know, uh, that uh, children should be exposed to learning, uh, at a young age, I don't mean that everybody, every kid in the world, you know, should may, should be made to sit near the screen and uh, made to learn coding. It is more about choices. When I see my nieces and nephews, I see that, you know, they are very much attracted towards uh, technology, towards mobile phone, and they are way more literate than I am. Even uh, at this age, they know how to open our websites and do many things on phone. So it is more about if a child enjoys technology, how about you expose them to uh, certain, you know, maybe coding courses online, which are free. And just see, you know, instead of uh, your child spending two hours just playing games on mobile phone, why don't you, you know, uh, help him spend one hour learning coding, which can help him channelize his energy. And maybe one hour uh, he can, you know, have... uh, uh, the time to play games so I don't think so coding is for everybody but just like maths 
you 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 know if you know maths your life becomes easier and it is not that everybody goes on to pursue their career in mathematics but it really helps if you know mathematics or if you know swimming it helps just that uh, in the same manner if you know coding it will really help you uh, you know become a part of this uh, technological revolution that is happening around the world but i i would not recommend every parent to push their kid to pursue uh, you know to actually get into coding at 14 or 4 or 5 years old i would just say expose it to them if they like it good enough if they don't then they have a lot of years ahead of them to actually learn coding right lata there have been numerous studies on how early exposure to technology and now you know kids are on the mobile phone screen all the time and research has shown that this can harm the child's development at the cost of developing cognitive skills that they build through personal connections and interactions and free play could you elaborate on this and what has been your experience with it uh in my school we do not encourage technology in any form screen time i advise my parents that screen time is not at all what children should have right now initially i used to say okay give them for an hour or so but now i have seriously told them absolutely no screen time because you give to the children what they do not have we need to understand what the child needs at this age the child is not ready to decide that i can choose this or not his choosing options come at the age of 21 and until the age of 12 the brain is not wired to uh, master outside uh, of himself so what the brain is wired to is it is wired to connect it is wired to learn it is wired to learn from experience and stimulation so a young child between the age of 0 to 7 years only learn in an environment of imitation emulation so when they see their parents sitting in front of uh, a screen and working they would pretend and do the same thing so at that point of time what they need is let us first develop their basic skills let them develop the biggest computer that is their own body and their brain the brain is the biggest computer our body is a beautiful network of uh, nerves and veins uh, uh, and blood vessels they do not know anything of let them master their body let them master their physical skills and then move on to something outside of their body to master then it happens very very easily it's not like i'm against technology but at the age of 12 the brain is wired to better receive technology than before um i i would say every kid is different where when i look at these young kids in my family everybody is so different you know somebody is really interested uh, in mobile and laptops and whereas the other person is really interested in going out and playing so i think uh, again you cannot say you know at the age of uh, i i would like to disagree over there a little that at the age of 12 everybody is developed at the same pace i would say every child is different and a parent should judge his or her uh, child's ability to learn you know whether the child is ready or not and just expose it to them if they don't like it don't go ahead with it if they like it why not just like you know you send your kids to for swimming classes for mathematics classes for dance classes why not send them uh, or just expose them to coding uh, classes online 
and just see if they like it good enough if they don't like it don't send i think it's for me you know that makes more sense yeah so what i would like to add here mandira is um, um children yes they are very individualistic each one has its own talent but what does pedagogy and human development or child development say each child whether universally if you see by the age of 24 months every child is walking at the end of 12 months they have to walk independently it is a universal pattern at the by the age of 18 months the child has to speak so when there are developmental milestones to be reached those milestones have to be reached then the individualistic thing is within that span of development so when the children are exposed too early to technology to screen time uh, to uh, too much of media what happens to the physical development of the eye what happens to the sensory integration what happens to their social interactions these are developmental milestones which every child we put them in say 0 to 7 years or 7 to 14 years 14 to 21 years these universally the development is that much within that there will be an individualistic development one child grows taller because he worked more on sports so when you put children down in front of the screens or into coding and develop one kind of skill what happens to the physical skills that has to happen the eye human eye does not develop completely until the age of 7 the heartbeat and the heart rate doesn't any any um, uh, medical person will tell you that it takes that much time for the heart uh, uh, beat to settle the children's heart rate are faster so when all of these things are happening inside their little bodies we need to wait give them time and then there is enough time to go ahead and do all of these things it's not a rat race for the parents to live i would take it even one step uh, further and say that human span it is almost the first 3 years of a child's life is like a university education he does everything on his own gets up stands walk do everything now what he is doing today's child there is delay there is autism there is dyslexia all of this is coming because parents are not giving what a child actually needs as a human baby so lata do you think there is room for both of these to coexist at an age appropriate time considering that the research has shown the adverse effects of excessive screen time on children and the impact on their cognitive and social and emotional development do you think that at the right time the ideas of free play and these structured programs that can help them develop their cognitive skills can be mixed i would say yes there is scope there is scope but the the bone of contention now here is what is the right age we always even in education talk about age appropriate activities for me as an educator i am very very clear play experiences bring everything into uh, into the picture 
whether it is logical thinking, whether it is cognition, whether it is uh, critical thinking skills, problem solving thing skills, you leave the child to be a child, not a, 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 a small adult. If you leave them at that level and allow play to take over, they work, interact with the outer environment, and these things automatically happen. One has to keep a watch. For me, reading and writing is also media. If I want to explain how the three R's are developed, to take a pencil and write is media for me because he needs the medium of the pencil. He needs his brain to comprehend what he's going to write. He needs this paper, which is also a technical media, to put down those and the coordination of all of these. It takes six years for them to start that. And they're still not comfortable until they are 12. So let them tackle with all of these kind of media and technology. It's easier for me to tell them paper is made out of this. Let's make a handmade paper and take them back. But I cannot do this for the screen. There is time and place for everything. Uh, I'd like to add uh, one thing here. Because of the pandemic, I think, uh, the uh, you know, the end... Uh, all the kids in India, they are actually receiving their education only on mobile or laptop. So the screen time is already there and they are watching a lot of television and everything. It's already there. And I see when there is technology, you know, at every junction of your uh, life, of your day to day life, it is really hard to keep uh, your kid away from it. You're watching Netflix. Your kid is definitely going to come and sit uh, beside you and see what is happening. You're ordering stuff online on Amazon or e-commerce websites. They're going to see and observe. And I see there's no harm in it. I started coding when I was very young. And I don't see that I, you know, I used to go outside and play. And instead of watching TV, I used to play uh, games on, on the computer I had. And I also learned to code during that time. So I think both the things can exist uh, together. It is not, you know, a, a kid can either play outside or the kid would just be on screen all the time. It is like, okay, they can spend maybe an hour or two near the screen and the rest of the time, you know, they are doing stuff. Uh, they're going outside, playing with their friends, networking uh, with new kids. So I think both th these things can exist together and it's just about delegation. Um, I would like to defer there and say that, you know, when there is excesses of anything, media cannot be, I agree totally in that point that media and screen time, television or computer cannot be brushed under the carpet. They are here to stay. But that is my worry. They are here to stay and it is becoming so much of excess that bringing it down to this age has brought in a very unhealthy society. The early years, single most important period of the human lifespan, the, that time is the creation of, you know, healthy, happy, sustainable societies. This is not happening. There is lack of touch. There is lack of uh, sensory integration. There is, uh, there is too much of exposure to uh, these uh, media and literacy. Children have forgotten how to uh, write properly. Children are forgetting how to pick up a book and read. That balance is not, it's a free babysitter. It's happening, especially now in COVID. 
the human touch is being lost human beings were not wired they need to stay connected to another human being relationship problems uh, the growth factors the growth hormones and genes are changing menarche has come down from 12 years to 8 years and 5 years now it is it is really bothers me where are is the society headed some affluent children have access to sports activities like you see affluent parents educated parents may bring a balance i agree to that but what happens to these uh, normal middle class or lower middle class children societies where there are differences they are addicted to mobiles they, they you can see a young uh, teenager walking with his ears plugged in all the time playing games or only in connection to the outside world through a laptop through a mobile it's either this screen or that screen or xyz screen which is very harmful and it's frightening See, excess of everything is definitely harmful excess of play is also uh, very harmful excess of screen time is also very harmful but if done in moderation i see there's no harm and when it uh, when it comes to writing or reading honestly these days i am also not reading any book because i i find you know reading blogs much more efficient and much more interesting and when it comes to writing now everything i hardly write anything i am typing everything i am using google docs to make uh, my documents to make my notes everything is happening if you know we are using technology technology has made our life easier and if we are using technology in our day to day life maybe we are evolving in a different manner than how maybe i evolved when i was a kid so i think it's uh, it's completely fine as long as it is done in moderation i think moderation and also age appropriate time is important I've been actually wondering about these camps that are happening for young children. Are they really ready for it? What are they actually teaching? Is it gaming or are they actually teaching them to code and heavy duty programming, AI and so on? Hmm. See, AI and everything is uh, not something I would teach a four or a five year old kid. Uh, when it comes to boot camps, see, everything is. I would say whatever is happening is more of a marketing problem rather than you know uh, the coding problem. Uh, whatever boot camps are happening, uh, I I cannot uh, speak for any of them, but I would say there are so many free resources that are available online uh, where you know kids can actually parents can actually see if their kid is interested or not before sending them to a boot camp where. Uh, i i am not sure what happens inside those boot camps uh, because i cannot speak for any not all boot camps are same and uh, so rather i would say use the free resources that are available online and just see whether your kid is ready to uh, take on coding whether he or she is even interested in doing that only then enroll them for any of such boot camps uh you know mandira the, uh, a play can never be an excess what can harm be harmful about play it will develop your physical body it will develop your cognition skills it may not develop numeracy and literacy but it will still not be as harmful as uh, a media could do and as for coding and what happens even i do not know but higher order thinking skills has to be age appropriate when i when we say give them toys which are open ended even the balance let children feel bored why have they to be engaged in one form or the other children do not need that engagement one generation my generation was not brought up like that 
Our parents did not interfere in my life every day. I was allowed to feel bored. I had toys which were open-ended. When I say open-ended toys, you give a cloth to the child. Today's child will Google to say, what do I do with the cloth? But you go into a world of school and watch them. A a four-year-old can make a song with the cloth. He will use it in hundred and different uh, ways. Use it to cover the doll. Use it to uh, uh, learn folding. You learn mathematics from that. Half, quarter, many more. And learn skills from that. Do a magic with that. So open-ended toys. But what happens with coding and computer and all this? It has all come together and there is a huge boundary. Children are not meant for that. Children are meant to have free play experiences. And that is what will help develop skills. So even uh, when you look at a lot of, you know, uh, like I used to conduct workshops with kids and it was more of, you know, uh, we used to just play games and learn coding via that. And I see no harm because kids really enjoyed and they used to go back home and do more of it. So uh, I didn't see any harm in, uh, they were just analyzing their energy. It was more like if you're, you know, uh, Lego is there, Legos are there. So if your kid enjoys uh, building stuff with Legos, you'll buy them a kit and they'll start uh, building different stuff and they'll explore the world more through their own eyes. The same way I see, uh, you know, there's a positive side to coding as well, that they become a part of uh, the world, of the new world, that the world that is driven by technology. They become the creators instead of just observing what is happening around them. They know how that stuff works. Even, you know, the podcast, uh, the technology we are using right now to host this podcast, it is built via code. So if you if you just know the basics of coding, I think you just feel more involved. You just feel, you know, that I know how this thing works. It's just a better sense uh, of belonging that a person has when he's uh, he or she is more in touch with technology. Um, yeah, a child learns very fast. You put him into whatever the parent says, uh, whatever the world tells him, the child adapts. He adapts beautifully to any environment. But I'm coming from a space and a sense of responsibility. Do I want a child who is brought up totally in technology and has missed out on the beautiful world of nature? Do we want a child who has missed out in learning the best computer that he has in his body, his own brain? Do we want a child who cannot go out and identify a tree but would have to Google the same thing or without actual life experiences? The coding, yes, it should happen. It is the same human beings who have brought technology and uh, and the technological revolution has come from the human brain. But it came because the previous experiences that they had came out of nature. And then they found the need. So again, I insist it should be age appropriate and we need to be responsible as to what we are giving. By age 12, the child really knows. You give a Lego the same example, he will play with the Lego until he is satisfied and then throw it and move to the next toy. That is why I also said we need to give them open-ended toys. A Lego is something that once he has mastered those skills, he is going to move to the next 
will ask you for the next and today's parents are ready to okay then let me buy him a robo so it is endless so can we be responsible in teaching higher order thinking skills let it come naturally to the children let us be aware of what we are bringing to a child who cannot make his own choices lata taking off from here the national education policy actually recommends that coding be introduced in school only at a later age from class 6 onwards so with all these private players coming into the field and you know it's not part of the formal school system do you think there's a need for some sort of regulation in this area what do you think and pritika could you also comment on this see um, i really appreciate the national education policy number one for the first time in so many years they have recognized the need and importance of play in early childhood education this has been said and done in all european countries in uh, us in uk everywhere except in india they have been put into the three r's of reading writing and arithmetic too early in the age so uh having brought play in and changing the system is wonderful every school needs to do that in my school we start reading and writing only after the age of 6 until then it is structured play it is creativity developing imagination storytelling all of these which which actually you will you will see retains the child to be a child for as long as he needs to there is always time to grow up and like like the policy says by the age of 6 i said age 12 i've i've been saying this so the child already knows that okay can i get a balance now i i want to do my drawing with my hands or use my colors or do i want to go into my uh, you know paint brush app and get it done like that so the child is able to choose and by the time the child comes out of school yes he should have some amount of technology the schools should be responsible to prepare that but not earlier than that earlier than that i would still go with play experiences of play uh, language social skills touch human touch very important to have bring out relational uh, uh, social uh, uh, medium for them this is getting really out of hand at the moment hmm to yeah in this i i don't see there is any need to regulate anything uh, see as i said earlier you know all these companies pressing parents to buy coding classes or boot camps for the kids is a marketing problem and not really a problem related to coding i would say let it be open there are you know as uh, i said earlier there are so many free resources let a child discover what he or she likes don't press them for maybe somebody likes going outside and playing somebody enjoys uh, uh, working on the computer and channelizing their energy there so i think it should be left on the kid he or she not be pushed into anything until unless he or she enjoys doing that and i don't see there's any regulation for any government to actually uh, you know do this maybe some kids uh, they are fast learners they can start doing things uh, doing coding when they are in class 3rd or 4th some people some kids might not enjoy it until maybe you know uh, when they are in 10th standard or they just learn it just as they learn math so i don't see any need to regulate anything in the area of this 
coding. Um, uh, I would uh, also add here, uh, Mandira, that, uh, you know, regulation, more than regulation, it is like, I would say, a statutory warning kind of a thing. For example, cigarettes. Now, people know that it is written in fine print that cigarettes are bad for uh, your lungs. So, stop smoking. So, similarly, parents should be educated on what is the need for the child at that appropriate age. So even if a child is ready for coding, I would say, how do we bring balance into a human being? The balance is brought when if the child is raising her head in something, he will lack in something else. So you pull him back and say, you try this also. The child needs to experience everything before he becomes this full human being and says, I like this. I did not like this. I would try this. So that kind of a freedom of choice can only happen around the adolescent and puberty time. So a kind of a warning and parent education to make them feel responsible citizens, it is a health hazard for children in my, case, in, in my opinion. So if we want to build strong communities, if we want healthy citizens, we need to be responsible in what we bring to when, us. Uh, I would like to add one thing here. When when we are talking about the school education, I would say it is, you know, uh, in India it is broken. Uh, I if, Because school education, what, what we, you know, uh, the same books I read at my time, the kids are learning, you know, reading the same books now as well. Whereas the world around them has completely changed. So the school education has not really kept up with the, uh, the the price of real life. And, you know, you might have seen a lot of discussions going around why there is a, uh, there is such a huge gap in between the skills required by the corporates versus the skills acquired by children in uh, school or colleges. So I think there is a huge gap which can, uh, you know, which uh, we can fill when we actually uh, help kids become creators of the future and this uh, this century is driven by technology if we help them learn technology at a good age uh, i don't see any harm in that i think we are rather helping them becoming yeah becoming a part of that future and building that future yeah the key pratika is good age i totally agree that the key is the good age and i also agree to the fact that yes our education system has a, a, a lot to change and national policy is the first step towards it. There is some change coming in and people like me, I would like to give an example of my school. When I started this alternative method of education called uh, World of Education, uh, following the philosophy of Dr. Rudolf Steiner, um, we do not advocate any reading and writing until the age of six years. Initially, it was a great struggle for me to explain this to the parents. Once the parents knew, I said, who can change the system of education? Even more than the educators, it is the parent community who can change. They have to bring in the change and say, yes, I want the best for my child. Do their research, what is best for the child and come back. So when the school needed to grow from the kindergarten, they came and asked me, what next? You have not taught them reading and writing, but we say the change in the child and what they are different from other children. So I said, come on board and form the school. 
So there is, I keep telling the parents, if you want change, be the change. The education system cannot change from an NCERT office or a few group of people. It should come from parents being responsible and being the change to change the next generation. And that's what we have done. But Lata, if I may jump in here, we are a country with huge gaps. So there are only some parents and some stratas of society that can do this, right? How do we also equip children from poorer and less privileged backgrounds to join the 21st century when their basic education itself is so compromised? Yes, that is so true. Uh, we, we do need to work on that area of uh, development. Uh, and I think slowly India is moving towards uh, that kind of an education to reach out to everybody. First of all, we need to change our government schools. It is really important that here in the U.S., when you see in a European country or in the States, the government schools are uh, equal, are, are more equipped than a private school. But here it is vice versa. So who is again going to change? It's only uh, the parent. And literacy has to go into everybody and the change has to be brought. We have to remember India has always been in the education field right on top from ancient years. Then why now are we struggling with this? You know, uh, Sanskrit, for example, Germany has adopted so many, uh, the language and they are seeing so much of uh, you know, cure and uh, health in learning to speak Sanskrit. But that which has come from our country has to be boxed and patented and come back to our country. We should not have any problems going back to our Gurukul systems, going back to what we had and bring in the modern, how that balance can come in. Today, every uh, even a slum child will have a mobile phone. How did that happen? If that can happen, why not education? It has to go hand in hand. Pritika, just one last question. These boot camps are teaching children to build apps, teaching programming languages and advanced computing. There's an argument that technology is actually developing at such a fast pace that programming languages that are being used today will become redundant. And instead, with developments in artificial intelligence and so on, humans will actually no longer be needed to code. So is there a possibility that these skills that are being taught can actually become redundant? Yeah, uh, so I won't say, you know, uh, coding will become redundant. It is more, uh, see, I'll take an example of myself. Today, I know more than seven to eight programming languages. But initially, I just learned one. I, you know, for all the other languages, only the syntax changes, semantics remain the same. So if you just know the basics of uh, um, of uh, uh, of coding, you can pick up any language anytime. It's not hard. So uh, whatever you are learning today, it's not going to, the syntax might change in future, but the semantics are going to be same because uh, the coding, you know, the principles on which computer works is going to remain same. It's just going to become better and faster. And when it comes to uh, that humans will no longer be needed, I, I would say it is not um, we will be replaced. Rather, we, we are working with we are going to work with better technology. 
just the way when computers came people people said oh we are just going to be completely replaced but just look at you know the time we are in even during pandemic all these tech companies almost all the companies they were able to operate because they had technology by their side we had zoom meetings people could uh, work from their homes because uh, of their laptops of the technology so i i think technology is just going to make our life better and easier and we won't be replaced by it uh, if you know if we are replaced at one job then we we might just need to learn another skill and uh, we'll be working alongside technology better technology in fact so i am all in for technology so what i'm getting from this discussion is that there should be a balance in all of this that children should be prepared for an economy that's mostly technology based now and will continue to be so in the future but at the same time technology education should be age appropriate and parents should focus a lot on helping their child develop different skills and intellect by studying languages social studies humanities which will give them a wider skill set with which to navigate the world while also having technical skill sets that will help them in their jobs and daily lives is that an accurate representation of our discussion i i would uh, also add there uh, mandira that uh, technology even for adults is ruining our life do we need so much you know uh, sleep problems um, nervous stress all of these new health hazards are coming due to technology so can we make it only as a tool just enough to make your living better and not get into so much of technology that it brings health hazards for me the human uh, uh, the the birth of a human being and the living of the human being is completely changing can we go back to have that feeling of being a human and not a robot because our children will become that if we bring in so much of technology and can we just leave it at need basis and not let it overtake our lives and overwhelm our children do you think that's possible now prithika i think uh, i i i think technology has improved our life uh and i, I don't see you know uh, anyhow how technology has ruined my life i am pretty happy with technology people around me are pretty happy with technology and we have evolved yes we we like different things now uh, uh so i i think um uh, technology has rather improved our life rather ruining it uh excess of everything is uh, bad and i would say you know just we just need to find the right balance but in any way i don't see how technology has ruined my life or anybody else's life it is good to have a balance thank you i think that's all we have time for today and we need to wrap up now i'd like to thank both of you very much for sharing your views with us and for a very interesting and enlightening conversation thank you thank you mandira thank you mandira